All right, everybody. Thank you for joining me uh, today for another episode of PRI Talk. I, of course, am your host, Jason Dibbler. Um, kind of a few things to talk about today. The first one being the um, sort of bad news that the uh, dead period got extended um, through the end of May, um, which kind of uh, definitely causes a bunch of issues. But if you were um, someone that listens to me regularly on here or reads my blog, um, you know that this was um, as expected um, for the most part, especially um, in the the weeks kind of leading up to um, the announcement. Um, But the original date of um, April 15th obviously is no longer, um, and the dead period got pushed back to the end of um, May. Uh, and like I said, this is something we've been talking about really for this uh, kind of entire time, um, because I had said, you know, there's a better chance of the dead period getting extended than there is for the dead period to get lifted and the quiet period to get lifted. So if you remember on the recruiting calendar, May is a quiet period. And so April 15th would have only given, um, at least for volleyball, two weeks uh, to go and recruit um, before the quiet period Um Happened. Now there was some talk about the um, the dead period getting lifted on April fifteenth, and then there being a quiet period that entire time that that six weeks um, that lost some steam, um, as you can imagine, from state to state, uh, thus conference to conference. There is a lot of different perspectives on um, safety and what needs to happen next, and and. Um, I think a lot of administrators are are very weary of their college coaches traveling all across the country um, and then, you know, coming back to campus. So um, that uh, was, I think, in a lot of ways, a big um, chunk of the issue. But like I said, um, there was a better chance of the dead period getting extended. Um, and as I have said, also really since um, before Christmas, We need to be acting in a way that puts us in a position um, to where this is what we expected to happen. Um, And and we expect this to continue really through um, the summer because the the biggest mistake that was made this fall was, oh, well, when the period gets over, uh, you know, we'll be able to do A, B, and C, right? And that obviously never happened and still hasn't happened. So um, just... uh, getting all on the same page and kind of trying to plan for what this looks like, um, at least through the summer. But um, the good news of it being extended through May, which I'm sure a lot of people are not really like, Jason, there's no good news of this. Um, It did not get extended through June or July. Okay. Um, So we do have um, a little bit of uh, silver lining as far as, hey, maybe there's a chance that things will get lifted on June 1st and will be at least maybe at a quiet period or, or full on um, regular recruiting time. Um, but we'll get an update that on March. Um, I still, still am not super hopeful um, as far as um, the dead period getting lifted for June or July. I think it'll be fantastic. Amazing if that happens. Um, but again, I am not, um, getting my hopes up for that to happen. Like I've said, we really should be planning on, um, the dead period being extended through the summer and then really getting to August, um, and then kind of starting over. 
uh, which I know is not what, what a lot of people want to hear, what a lot of people want to do, because then volleyball then is um, getting into the their fall season again. Um, and and that creates a whole lot of issues as far as recruiting and, and where their focus is that time of the year, just like now. Um, you know, a lot of people are finding out that it's, it's championship segment. It's the season, um, in the spring for college coaches and they can't go out and recruit. And so they are focused on, um, their own athletes, which is a good thing. Um, so that is, um, the news, um, about the dead period. Okay, so one of the questions that I got asked uh, a couple weeks ago at this point um, was about recruiting on social media. Um, now, there's a lot of things that I could get into here um, as far as social media goes. Um, I do not think that that social media is a good um, way to get yourself recruited. Um, I just I have not seen that necessarily pan out very well. It, could it help? Yes. Um, but uh, I, I do not think that it should be something that that we all depend on, right? As far as I'm going to post my video and just sit back and see what college coaches come find me, right? Um, so again, that that is not my the the reactive nature. I'm not going to say you can't post film on 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 Instagram and TikTok or whatever else. Um, I, I do definitely think that that is something that if you would like to do that, you definitely can. Um, and 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 go for it give it a shot there's absolutely nothing wrong with trying it um but the foundation should not be that the foundation of your proactive recruiting model should not be post on instagram hope college coaches see it okay um so that that's the first thing um the the other part about this um whole thing on social media is is i do not think that it necessarily matters if a school follows you on social media okay um, now, I know that getting um, whatever school volleyball account to follow you on social media is great and you love it. Um, and I think that that's it's awesome. Um, but but I do not think it necessarily matters. Um, maybe if that school likes everything that you post um, for, for depending on what age group you're in, you know, they necessarily probably won't comment. Um, and, and I know that even even for a lot of high school athletes, they don't post a lot on their on their um uh regular part of of instagram and things like that they do a lot of stuff on their story which of course um the only way you can you can do some reactions and things like that but um there's not a whole lot of posting um to their actual uh, uh, uh regular um post i forget the difference in what they're all called story feed i don't i don't remember um, so someone can, uh, tell me all the appropriate terms for that, but, um, but there, there isn't, they post, they don't really post a lot on there. And so I don't really think there's a ton of opportunities for coaches to go on there and do that. If they are great, maybe that means that they really like you. Um, the thing that I would probably pay more attention to is the, the personal accounts or the volleyball accounts, right? Um, a lot of coaches will have a, a personal Instagram account and maybe a coaches volleyball account or a coach account um that they use for different things um but but the but the the team volleyball account um following you and liking your posts might mean something and it also might not okay it's probably 50 50 um there are a lot of college coaches out there that do not have control over their team's social media 
Okay. So, so the, um, the at, uh, whatever volleyball Instagram account or Twitter account, those are not the college coaches, um, in many instances that are, are, are posting on those accounts for, for a lot of schools. Yes, it is. It's the assistant or maybe a, a GA or something like that doing stuff like that. Um, but for a lot of, um, schools, that is not the case. And so, um, a school following you or unfollowing you on social media may or may not actually mean anything. Okay. So, so how much weight it carries, um, in my opinion is going to be based on if that's maybe the, the personal account, do they like everything that you post? Do they react to your story? Do you have comments and stuff like that, that you post on there? Um, so again, social media is not the avenue that you should be a hundred percent focused on, um, as far as getting yourself recruited. Um, volleyball is not football or baseball. Okay. Volleyball recruiting does not happen in the same. It's like, uh, the different Marvel universes, right? Like it's not just, it's just not in the same universe. It's a different sport functions differently. Um, fit personality really matters in volleyball and a lot of other women's sports. And, and I don't want to say that it doesn't matter in football and baseball, but it definitely matters less, um, than it does in, in volleyball. Um, and, and the other big thing too, just to hit on two of the reasons why I think this is the case Volleyball is only recruiting three to four athletes a year versus football, which is recruiting 35. Okay. Um, so you're, you're way more focused on your three to four athletes, um, than, than, than you are in a football sport where you're recruiting 35 kids. Okay. So, um, the other piece here, um, as far as social media goes, as much as college coaches are watching film and trying to evaluate players, they still want to watch kids live. That is, that is a huge um, speed bump right now as far as recruiting goes. Um, it's become kind of a cliche, I feel like, for, for um, a, a bunch of coaches. Um, and that's maybe another issue. But um, coaches still want to watch kids play live. They do 100% of the time. And so social media is great. They're still going to come watch you play live, right? Um, so I would be, if you are trying to post stuff to your social media account, um, I would definitely be very, very um, uh, picky about, you know, what type of volleyball stuff you're posting to your volleyball recruiting page, or if you're putting it on your personal page, which I think is probably better, in my opinion, to combine it all, um, you know, because you are going to then show your personality, the type of fit you are for their program, plus all the volleyball stuff. Um, I, it seems like a lot of athletes want to separate those things out, which again is fine. Um, if you want to manage your multiple social media accounts at the age of 15, 16, that's great. Um, I would include it all in into one. Um, I think that would be easier. And I think college coaches are going to get a better idea of who you are as a person, which again is huge, um, a huge part of all this. Okay, last thing. Um, one of the things that's kind of come up um, for me on my end uh, these last several weeks, um, Huddle is launching its own kind of uh, recruiting um, piece, uh, which I, I personally, I prefer Huddle just stay on the film side. I think they do a fantastic job on the film side. I understand their reasoning for wanting to branch over. Um, you know, a lot of the other uh, internet-based um, recruiting platforms just pull film from Huddle. And so Huddle is sitting here. Why don't we just be the the profile page for 
um, all these kids instead of having them go someplace else. Again, that makes sense. Um, uh, the, the part that I'm not such a huge fan of the, is they are um, going to be charging college coaches, which I don't really like. Um, but you're they're already getting um, you know your money from from clubs and from high schools and stuff like that, so they don't necessarily need to charge you guys anymore for that. They're trying to charge on the the college coaches end, which again, not a huge fan of. But they're you know you go where the business takes you, and that's I don't have an issue with that piece of it. Um, so, but one of the things that that has kind of come up in my head recently is is recruiting is not easy. Okay. There's, there's lots of variables, lots of challenges, lots of roadblocks that come up. And, and I feel like every new recruiting system, internet-based um, thing, every platform is, is trying to take all the work away from athletes and coaches, okay? Um, now, now, making it uh, – and it's all about the, the message that's, that's built in there, okay? So – making it easier and helping athletes with the process and having information, you know, for, for an athlete to have or a coach to have that's there, I think is great. Um, but, and again, I've always said, Hey, make the recruiting easier for college coaches. And I'm, I'm maybe you guys think I'm being kind of hypocritical here going back on what I'm saying, but, um, but I do think that recruiting is hard and recruiting is a challenge and recruiting is a, is a grind finding the kids, right? For athletes finding the school, that's going to be the right fit. Um, and, and there's, and there's just not a whole lot, um, out there as, as far as algorithms that are going to be able to tell you whether or not your personality fits with the coach, um, of that specific school. Okay. Um, like I said, there's lots of challenges, lots of variables, but in CSA sports recruits, they're, they're not going to give you that piece, right? Do you fit with this college coach? And neither are they going to give that to the college coaches, right? The only way you're going to know that is if you get on the phone. Okay. Um, and that takes work. So my issue with, um, all of these different platforms for the most part is, is again, we make it very reactive. Okay. We make it, we make recruiting a reactive process. Um, instead of, you know, Hey, send emails weekly, um, reach out to, to college coaches on a consistent basis, make sure you are communicating why you are a good fit for that program. Okay. So, and, and you putting in that work as, as an athlete and a coach, right. Um, you know, as a college coach, you, you can't just sit back and necessarily recruit all of your kids from, from NCSA, not saying that you can't find one or two here um, over the time, but, but I know very few coaches, if any, that, yeah, I recruited my entire class. I just pulled off NCSA, right? That, that just doesn't happen. College coaches, the ones that are really, really good at recruiting, they go out and they find kids. Um, and, and they might, you know, look for some of those recruiting websites for a little bit of help and finding the, the diamonds in the rough, so to speak. Um, but, but, those recruiters, again, like I said, the, the really good ones, they go grind it out and they go find the kids, um, just like athletes should be doing to go find the schools that are going to be a good fit. Okay. Um, so it takes work. It takes emails, it takes contacting coaches. And I'm not talking about every couple of months sending updated film. Okay. I'm talking about every week. And this is something that I think drives people bonkers about me. Um, that, that I keep saying this over and over again, but if, if you want to get noticed by a college, by a college coach who gets 150 emails a day and, and is in the gym for four or five hours a day, 
maybe working with different groups, especially with all the COVID uh, particulars that they have to deal with now and have had to deal with um, in the fall, um, plus film, uh, plus all the administrative stuff that you have to do. If you want to get noticed, you got to reach out to them as often as you can, right? Which is more than every three months. Okay, I talked about this in my blog um, uh, several months ago, I think, but you know, are you every three months interested or are you every week interested, right? Um, how interested are you in these programs and in these schools? And, and are you willing to work to get connected? Okay. Um, I, so, so that's what I think that we need to be pushing. And always my fear with a lot of these systems is we, is we are trying to take all of the work out of it. Which, which I think is, I think, I think sends the wrong, um, I think it sends the wrong message um, to to kids that we don't necessarily have to um, have to work to get recruited. Um, it, it would be great if this process was easy, but again, you're just I'm gonna throw some numbers out it for for you. You're talking about less than four percent of all the high school athletes in the country are playing college volleyball. Okay, less than four percent. One point two percent of those are in division one. Okay. And just to throw some more numbers at you, 19% of division one athletes are playing in the power five. Okay. So less than 20%, less than one fifth of athletes that are playing division one volleyball are playing in the power five. Okay. 0.23% of all high school volleyball athletes are playing in the power five, less than one quarter of 1% are playing in the power five. And 0.17 of those Sorry, one point. Sorry, point one seven of all high school volleyball athletes are on scholarship. Okay, in the Power Five. Okay, that's an insanely small number, and so so it's really really hard to get recruited. It's really really hard to find a great fit. You need to be putting in the work to make that happen. Okay, um, you know, one of the things that that a program like Sports Recruits has, and I think NCSA probably has something similar to this too. They have you know the the, the, the chimes and the whatever go off when a coach views your profile. And that's fantastic. Like that's, it's a great thing um, that, that, that helps you uh, know that college coaches are actually opening up your emails, clicking your link and watching your film. But that's all it does. It just lets you know that they're on, they're looking at it. Um, if you're not getting to the next step with those schools, that are, that are clicking on there, then all it is is just giving you statistical information. Okay. It's not necessarily helping you find a good fit. Right. Um, the same thing with the stuff that's on university athlete right now that sends all this data to, um, to, to athletes, as far as, you know, how many division one schools are looking at your profile and then what, in what conference and blah, 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 blah. And they make you pay extra money to find a little bit more information. Again, is it actually helpful? Is it helping you get to the next step in the conversation? Um, because if, if it's not, like if a college coach goes and looks on your profile 10 times, that's great. If they don't respond to your email that you're sending them, if if they don't reach back out to you, if you don't follow up with another email and say, hey, thanks for watching my film. What do you think? Can I get you on the phone this week? And they still don't respond and they're not responding to begin with, Right. Then, then all it is is just information. It's not actually helping you get closer to what you want to do. So again, it's it's a nice little thing. It, it's it's fun and it's cool to get all those uh, emails and text messages. I get a bunch of them. Um, 
but but again, it's not helping you take that next step. Okay. I do not think there is an easy system here that just makes things happen for us recruiting. Again, I can push this proactive versus reactive thing until I'm blue in the face and I talk about it all the time. Um, but you've got to be proactive in this process. Okay. Um, and I know there's a lot of athletes out there that are, that feel like they're working really hard and, and they're contacting schools and maybe still not getting um, the, the, the interest from the schools that they really want. Um, and, and, and then you, you've got to branch out your list more, right? Maybe it's not a good fit athletically. Maybe it might be a perfect fit for you academically and where you want to go to school, but it might not be a fit athletically. Right. And that's, that's what those college coaches, that's what they're doing when they're evaluating your film. Um, and sometimes they miss, sometimes there's really good athletes that get passed over. Um, sometimes there's really good athletes that, oh, we're not recruiting that position this year. And so they get, you know, pushed aside when that kid would be perfectly happy going to that program, right? There's a lot of different variables here. Um, and, and all I'm saying is to get the information that's helpful, you've got to be putting in the work. Um, and yes, you have school and yes, you have social time and yes, you have all those things. And I totally get that. But again, you're talking about less than 4% of all the girls that play high school volleyball across the country are playing at division one, two, or three. Okay. 1.2% of all of those athletes are playing division one. That's it. That's a really small amount. Okay. Um, so to be one of those 1.2%, um, you, you've got to put in the work to get noticed by coaches. Um, and so, so I, I don't think that necessarily social media is the way to get there. Um, these recruiting platforms are nice for what they are, but they do not replace you sending emails, you contacting coaches, you getting in front of them, um, and doing, and doing those things. Okay. And I know right now going, hitting back all three of my topics here. I, I know that right now, since colleges can't see you play live, we're missing a huge connection point. Huge. This is huge. Right, that, that Division One schools cannot watch college, uh, cannot watch um, in-person matches. Of course, Division Two and Division Three can, but they have their own issues as far as travel restrictions and cost and budget and all that kind of stuff going on right now. And they're in the middle of a season. Um, but Division One, I, I know that they can't come watch you play in person. That is a huge connection synapses thing not happening. Okay, um, and and that's a huge roadblock for a lot of athletes right now. And it's a huge roadblock for a lot of coaches right now because they would like to be done with their recruiting class, right? Um, so you have to keep putting in the work. Please keep putting in the work. Um, it is it is not easy. I totally understand that. Um, but but once you put in the work, if you're willing to do what you need to to do, um, then then the, the fruit of that will be awesome um, when you when you actually get there. So Thanks guys for listening for another week. Hey, I would love to hear what questions you guys have um, as far as other things you want me to talk about with recruiting. So please feel free to reach out um, on my Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, and I will uh, gladly answer those questions. You guys have a fantastic rest of your day. And remember, coaches are people too. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice, as well as information on current volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen.
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening.